Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back to another exciting episode to the show that really doesn't know how old the Roman Coliseum really is, the audience of one show right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5, as well as IRLoneStar.com and wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Andrew, alongside the man who claims he has never, ever licked a 9-volt battery, Dick S. Preston Esquire Schistler. I've licked a a lot of things. (laughs) But not a a 9-volt battery. battery. I suck my finger in a lot of things. (laughs) <laughs> but not a nine volt battery. Wall sockets. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. What else have you put your fingers in? I mean, I mean, there was. I remember Nose, one time I'm spending time ear. with my uh, electrician buddy, and he's like, "Are you an idiot?" I'm like, "Well, he's like, you don't touch that." I'm like, "Touch this," and it like it got me, and I like fell to my knee. I was like, "Oh!" And he's like, "I wasn't trying to tell you as a joke." I'm like. You were gonna touch that. I didn't want you to do that. I'm and like, you did it. And I did it. That's so dick. So <laughs> I uh, I, no, it it really is me because I'm like, oh, you mean this thing right here? And then it's like, oh, okay. And uh, I guess I'm used to growing up with brothers who do that kind of stuff. Like, right, hey, don't yeah. touch that. Oh, right. just kidding. <laughs> but no, he was not kidding. He was like, do not touch this. And I'm like, oh, this. Uh, but yeah, welcome to audience of one. I've noticed you have been active. On the local I Love Conroe, so absolutely if there's promoting a the show from there. Well, you want to say hi? You can always send us some fun stuff at audience of one show at gmail dot com. Yeah, in fact, I think in the second half of the show, I have some listener uh, content I'd like to share. So okay, we'll, we'll do that. So in the second we'll do half. that. And, yeah. Okay. Did you have a good weekend and everything? I did. I yeah. did. Um, I actually went to a gender reveal party. Those are always fun. I'd never actually. No, I have been to one other uh, years ago, but this one was one of those. Um, uh, we don't know the sex of the baby. Uh, the, the parents didn't know the sex of the baby either. Yeah. Right? So it was just um, a surprise for everybody. I think there was one person, the sister of the, the soon-to-be mother, who knew. See. And they went and got golf balls. Right? Oh, and they hit him? Yeah. And whatever color the golf ball exploded That's into cool. was the gender of the baby. Obviously, blue for boy and pink for a girl. So See, I always was thought pretty cool. a great gender reveal party idea would be it's like a gambling thing. And you come to the party, and you're like, hey, it's $10. Oh, yeah. You pick girl or boy. Sure. And if whoever wins, who if it's, if it's a boy, that money goes to the boy. And the girl one gets split. Or sorry, I t- take a step back. If they bet like a boy, right? They bet the boy. Okay. And yep. if it's a boy, whoever bet boy, they split the pot. Okay. I think I understand. Yeah. I, basically, are you giving the money to the parents? No, that's it's kind of okay. So okay, I thought no. this was a charity thing. No, you're talking about actually gambling. Yeah, because like your no own one, personal game. Because honestly, no one really knows unless that that one person. Because I always sure, I've been yeah. to a couple. And I'm like, it's kind of neat being part of something. Yeah, because how silly. But it's only fifty fifty, so it's not like you're going to get that much money. I know, when you but split it, it half. But it's silly. Half half. I know gender reveal parties are silly, but it's what I was talking about is the unique experience of being in a room with a bunch of people who have no idea. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, I wonder what it's gonna be. Yeah, like, it's kind of cool. You wonder what it's gonna be. Yeah. so you gotta make some. And money. I didn't really have a feeling either way. Or you can say the house gets some of it, meaning yeah. the parents. I think, I think for the, the kids, I think all of it uh, should probably go to the parents. No, I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> like if you, that means you invite more people. Like, it, let me ask you this: at the gender reveal party, do sure. you bring presents? Not at this one. No, there were no presents. I think that's the baby shower. Yeah. So, right. this is just, and I learned something new. If if it's a second child, it's not called a shower. It's called a sprinkle. Because they already have a lot of things from their previous child, so you don't shower them with gifts; you sprinkle them uh, with gifts. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, but I I've been to a couple, and I'm always like, you could turn this into a fun gambling game. I like how you can turn everything into yeah, like to some some sort of way to get ill-gotten gains. I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, what else are you gonna do there? Like that. That's the one thing I too. I, I always laugh about those kind of things. It's like this whole thing takes five seconds. 
Yeah. So yeah. it's like, are we? So did the, so did the first process so too? We probably. Can, just we, saying. We can just build it up. Be like, welcome to tonight's show, boys and girls. Like, put your bets in. And so it's like, we're gonna do the winner at. <laughs> so this is you promoting your your gender reveal. Uh, I guess new business, your side yeah. business. Oh yeah. Oh man, it's so funny. Dick, and, and wait, called, wait, it probably shouldn't be called, no, what's even great? it probably shouldn't be called Dick's Gender Reveal, though. Let's, what, let's what, think about changing Let's think that. about this. You don't even have to be at the party. So you can get a lot of money. Oh, you're talking about doing it virtually online? You can just do it yeah. online. Run squares online. And then you can live stream it. Oh, you know, yeah, everyone's doing it. Everyone's taking pictures and stuff anyway with that stupid stuff. So it's like. Why not? Why not? And like go online, click blue or pink. There you go. Put $10 in. So Bet ten dollars to get back twelve fifty. Hey, why not? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> well, I told you about that gambling channel I saw. Actually, I guess it'd be fifteen. You would get fifteen dollars back. I right? told I splitting it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It depends on people put in, and then but it's still going to be ha- well. It depends on who but, the split. I'm assuming a fifty fifty split on boy but, or girl. And then right. everyone understands the house gets some of it. Yeah. Okay. Know? But uh, yeah, I told you about that gambling TV show I found. No, so, please do. Oh yes, yeah, so talk about the horse racing. Yeah, the fan duel. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was. And you're, they're doing the reports like, oh, if you put a dollar in, you get a dollar twenty. I'm like, man, you got some gambling problems. Here. <laughs> I gotta get my twenty cents. Yeah, 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 get my twenty cents, man. Typically, though, people aren't betting a dollar; well, they're I know, betting thousands. So, yeah. It was just funny to me, like the way they, because I guess they don't want to say too much. It's like, oh yeah, here's the ratio we pay out. It's yeah, like, they always put it in like simple terms. Yeah, a dollar. And uh, but yeah, my weekend was cool. Uh, I, I kind of want to reflect back on the last show. We were talking about the break, uh, the breakup I'm, I had, mm-hmm. and now we're talking about AI. Yeah, and it, now all I get on Facebook and Instagram and all those things are like, I don't know, motivational <laughs> relationship memes, and some are pretty funny. Did your wife leave you? And stuff like not that. The next and I, field and what, what's so crazy to me, <laughs> and I still don't. How I would cope with a loss. Well, somebody needs to explain this if they know more about the tech. I did not look any of this stuff up. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to my search, mm-hmm. even the stuff that's in, like, the auto, like, discover, I'm like, I don't want anyone to see this because it's, like, <laughs> you know, women and comedy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I never look this stuff up. I never look things up, like, on social media. If I want to look up that stuff, I'll go to Google. Right. And, yeah, not, you're not doing it through But Insta. if it's all connected, let me know. Because I'm sitting there freaking out about, I'm like, man, maybe, am I talking about this stuff too much? Like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, it reminds me, I heard about this study, uh, this was done uh, probably a year or so ago by a man, I don't have the, the information in front of me, but um, he actually bought a new phone, brand new, out of the box, and was going to test that theory of whether or not your phone is listening to you. Because I think everybody has had that experience where you're, all of a sudden your phone is, you know, you're presented with an, an advertisement for a, a car or something that you were talking about a week ago and you're like yeah. that is really weird well they tested that theory out and set the phone on the on the coffee table and had conversations to see if it was going to <laughs> you're holding your phone up now yeah i want to make sure it's... and basically it revealed that the phone was not um listening to them because it never presented well, them with anything they were and that's what to, and so. i haven't really i've i promise but that was just you, one independent study i never that. looked up anything i've never because it's happened before where like i remember when we first got a dog we were getting a lot of dog food ads it's like, how does it know? And I, but it's it's not initially how does it know. It's more of is everything really that interconnected? Man, I think it is. It knows if you go to a Petco, it knows your location, and if you're using Apple Pay or something. But it see, knows. this is I mean, different. This is algorithm, these, the man. ads I get. Yeah, because that's like there's special things on social media that says this is a sponsored yeah deal. Sure, that's not what I'm getting. I'm getting like people's testimonials and like actual. I would call it profiles. That that's all they put out are these motivational stuff, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm getting. And I, it you is, are special. Some, you can yeah, do it. it is, some of them are really funny because I sent you one. I you're think, handsome. I think, you're good enough for someone. Yeah, I think I think it happened because I sent you a funny one that I thought yeah. was really good, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh great, now I've I've signed that's on. That's probably what happened. Yep. I've signed on, and yep. now I'm, that's all I'm going to get for the next so, six seven months uh, probably. And I, I I'm telling everyone else out there, I go, if you see my feed, it's don't take away the steak knives. I'm okay. <laughs> and I had to tell my friend that because I, I sent him that, and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I just sent you a funny. Yeah, what do you? What's, it's okay. I promise. I'm yeah, okay. it's pretty funny. But uh, yes, yeah, so I'm glad you had a good weekend and yeah, everyone. No everyone's cool. Yeah, everyone's cool. Do you think? Do we got to talk a little bit about this writer actor strike at all? You know anything about I, it? I think it seems like it's dominating the the news. That's the one well, problem the, with having a weekly show is the by the time we bring something up, everyone's already heard about what, it. But well, who cares? It's pretty interesting. Uh, what one thing I did love was 
everyone's talking about this Oppenheimer Barbie premiere date. And I think it's this. I think it's literally this week. Oppenheimer Barbie. Yeah, like they're opening on the same day. Oh, so gotcha. they're doing all these weird promotions at okay. like Alamo Draft House. You can if you see both those movies within three days, you're entered to win something. Oh, cool. Yeah. And they're like polar opposite movies, I guess. Yeah, but they somehow are. it's funny. I don't yeah. really know. But when I saw the strike, the reason, the only real reason I kind of understood it was they were saying, oh, they left the premiere in Scotland mm-hmm. because of the strike happened. Mm-hmm. So they left the premiere. Yeah, during the middle of a show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, there's that poor soul who worked so hard uh-huh. on that movie. Uh-huh. Can and, we can we all be in solidarity in about 42 yeah, minutes like, and 37 I seconds, please? I want someone to see this movie. <laughs> and then I was, I was, I'm in a movie group of a bunch of people who I don't really know. I know a couple of them because we, you know, I love watching stupid movies. I, that's my con- contribution to the group. They love the serious <laughs> movies. I love like, hey, Expendables 4 is coming out. It's got 50 cent in it. Like, I'm really excited <laughs> about stupid stuff like that. Sure. And this one guy legit goes, I talked to my WGA buddy, like, we can still see movies even though we, it, like, we can still support the strike, but we can still see these movies. Okay. And I'm like, this is that like a genuine thing? Yeah. Are you Are you joking? Yeah, I, I didn't want to call him out because I think he was serious. And I, I go, that's the ironic thing about this strike. Yeah. It's like, hey, don't put us out of business. Go see these movies because these movies are still going to come out. Sure. But support us and we're not making any more. Right. And I'm like, right. <clears throat> maybe what they should have done is gone on strike during COVID. <laughs> Would have been a little smarter. It would have been a bit of. Win- uh, typically, I don't care necessarily about the the writers and the actor strike per se. Um, I know there have been strikes in the past, and it well, really some- doesn't affect me all that much because I don't watch a lot of well, TV. Well, something's going on. But this one's a little different, and this one kind of has my attention because it does have a little bit more to do with tech. Because I know AI is a big deal with yeah, all of it, and I'm yeah. thinking to myself, I go, "Are producers or the big production companies that stupid to be like, hey?" Let's get AI to write and do all this stuff so we can cut out like 25% of our costs. It's, it's not even just that. It's using the actor's likeness. So what I've heard is some of these, because a lot of times these actors, yes, they're very wealthy and we have, should feel no um, sorrow for them or shame no, for them. Blah, the blah, but, there's a lot, but there's a lot of people that aren't. Who cares right? if a lot they're of people, wealthy? They put in the work. Well, but there's a lot of people behind the scenes that aren't, right, that, that are really affected by some of this stuff. And what I'm hearing is some of these actors will go in for a, a job and they will be asked to sign away their likeness as well. So basically, when you get a job, it's a one and done, and, and they're going to be able to use your likeness and, and regenerate you as AI later on down the road. And these people necessarily aren't you know, big-time, high-paid actors. They're going, wow, this is crazy. So it, it's not past the realm of, of possibility to, to see how this could be done in other industries beyond just acting. You know, So it, it's, it's kind of—of course, there is the money thing, the monetary thing with the streaming, and they're going to try and figure that out, whatever— but it is kind of interesting this side when you have, or this time when you have AI and technology involved. Yeah. It's kind of. I, mean, I mean, there's something going on clearly, but yeah, I don't really know how distribution really works for the AI. Like, if that's really what they're, because it sounds like a different strategy. It's not like they want more money. It's like they're preventing them from putting them out of a job. Like, you cannot do these AI things because right. We know so on, on one side, it's they're 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 trying to get the the residuals from the streams from streams. It's not on the same level as, as traditional means, right? So there is the monetary aspect to it. But then on the other side, it's well, it's not only just money. It's AI could be taking our jobs altogether. Well, you know, let, and so there, me, there's something to be said for that. this, and this is for the onesies too. So for, like my concept of residuals is if we make a movie mm-hmm. or a TV show or whatever, and it gets distributed on the the specific the, the intended platform, but yep. then it runs its course, and it's like, oh hey, Netflix wants to stream it, kind of mm-hmm. like Star Trek. Because mm-hmm. I'm a huge Star Trek guy, and it was on Netflix, so clearly Netflix paid the makers of the show, hey. But back in the day with TV, wasn't it the same way? Like when TBS would run like Friends or whatever, from what I understood, they were making residuals off that. Like um, Seinfeld, that's like one of the biggest thing about Seinfeld. He's getting that mail check they, still. Well, again, I'm, I'm not. So are they saying streaming? Like, oh, this, it gets a fraction of it. Apparently, oh, it's a techni- te- technicality. We didn't say streaming in the contract. I don't. So. I'm not that versed in it. I just know that the percentages that some of these guys are getting for streaming residuals is a fraction of what they would get from regular TV. Okay. All right. And I don't know if that's the same for TV shows that were produced for TV and then started streaming. I'm, I think it's more about streaming shows and streaming movies that were made specifically for platforms like Netflix and things. I think. 
that it's just the, no. The, I think those. I imagine those things you just get paid. Yeah, but if it well, if it appears maybe not. well, no, because it's it's kind of like if it if it performs outside the intended use, yep. meaning like if I've made Star Wars and it's meant for a movie, we hired you to be an actor in a movie called Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's going into the theaters. Now you people can negotiate. Hey, can I get VHS? You know residuals, and they can negotiate that because I think that's kind of like the urban myth with Alec Guinness, mm-hmm. where he like. They he wasn't didn't want to do the show to be Obi Wan, but then they convinced well, him. I don't like, know. We're like, hey, we'll give you one percent. He's like, okay, I'll do it. And he was like, okay, and he <laughs> yeah. made a bunch of money. Made a ton of money. Uh, but I don't know. If that's an urban myth. But whatever. So yeah, I, I again, there's, there's I, a lot of tentacles to I this. Don't really I think are interesting. It. Yeah, I don't know and either. But the the whole fact that there's there's AI involved to me is like, ooh, that's interesting. Well, that's what I'm saying. We don't really know the concept of AI. Well, we got yet. robots taking our waiters jobs. Well, just you so know, everyone know, AI is now my therapist. So that clearly, there you go. It's helping me. That's right. Well, we had a few AI stories we were going to cover last week, but since you bring that up, I guess I can bring up a few of these stories. One of them is really, really funny. Um, this was about a, a, a lawyer that apologized. Oh, yeah. <laughs> apologized. Oh, starting, starting the show. Zip up onesies, although I, I have been told that onesies don't necessarily have zippers. Oh, button up? They have buttons. Okay, button so up, we, button, button up. up. Button up, onesies. All right, fair enough. Uh, a lawyer is recently apologized for making uh, fake court citations from ChatGPT. Now, this is really funny because, you know, when, you, when you're a lawyer and you go to court, um, oftentimes you have to prove your case by using other court cases to, for precedent, right? Well, this one guy, uh, saying, his name is uh, Roberto Matea. He sued Alvanca Airlines for injuries he says he sustained from a serving cart while on the airline in 2019. Like his elbow okay. or something? Probably so. His lawyer, Stephen Schwartz, decided, you know what, I'm going to go to ChatGPT and look up some of these previous court cases to cite in, in, my, in my proceedings, right? <laughs> the problem is, ChatGPT made all of them up. And he's in court citing all of these other court cases um, of similar incidences, right? And the jurors, jury's looking around, and the judge is kind of doing some research. Jur- or The judge comes back and says, um, Mr. Schwartz... We can't find any evidence of these court cases actually existing. He's like, what? And, of course, he has to admit that he found them on ChatGPT. Yeah. But the funny part is he goes back to ChatGPT and asks it, are these court cases real? And what do you think ChatGPT has to say? What is real? Of course these are real. I wouldn't make these up. So then he goes back and says, he says they're real. Oh, my God. So now this is a case of ChatGPT or AI Learning to lie, basically. <laughs> or he just, you know, they misinterpreted the court cases. <laughs> they might be oh, real. Tr- but true, too. I don't know. I just, There's a lot really, of court really... cases out there. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I just it kind of went along the lines with what we were just talking about there. So. Well, no, as I'm saying, AI, I, I, I still haven't, I thought I knew what it was, but now all these examples, I'm like, it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah, it's, it's it mutating. It's mutating. Well, it could be anything. It could also be a church service. So there was a church service that was generated by ChatGPT uh, a few weeks ago. That's just it was laziness. A, yeah, right? Well, it was attended by hundreds of people, and that kind of surprises me because, to me, when you're if you're a religious person oh, going so to a church service... Oh, it was advertised service, as... Yeah. Okay. They say, hey, we're going to have this church service, and um, it's going to be presented completely by ChatGPT. And he's like, all of a sudden, he's like, and I am the 13th apostle. <laughs> that would be awesome. That was... Right. <laughs> and just start going, going to town on all the lies of the book of Jesus... <laughs> No, like, shut down. Pull church, the plug. Yeah. Pull the plug. Pull the plug. Now, it's pretty interesting because if you're a religious person, you're going to attend a church service. Don't you want to hear this from another human being that has, you know, a soul, <laughs> right? And instead of know. a robot talking about religion, but uh, well, apparently it was a, a test and it was you know highly successful. And I, oh my god, that that's another thing that's really scary to me about the way the internet really communicates with people because of how smart people are and how they can manipulate the tech to mm-hmm. move something. So, like, I was reading about this uh, politician doing something in, like, a local... I don't know if it was, like... It wasn't, like, a national level. It was, like, a state level. And they switched parties. And they released all these emails that people were sending him about switching parties. And it was very hateful stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's terrible that happened. But when I see stuff like this, how do you know it's from real people? Right. Because they were using, like, I'm talking terrible language Ooh. about race, about, you know, the, the the education level. Like, they were going, it was low blows, low blows every every 
email they're showing. And I was like, how did they, you know what? I, I feel weird for saying this because it's terrible that it happened. But how do you know those are real? Because it's all generated through email. So it's like someone could set up a script and just say like, hey, email this person every 15 minutes mm-hmm. and say these terrible things. Well, you remember we had um, a while back a story about a, a young college student, maybe from Harvard or Princeton, one of those fancy schools, that had written an AI detector, right? Yeah. So that, that basically students, when they submit their papers, the teachers run it through AI, AI detectors and to was, be able to find out. It wasn't like ironic that like the detector itself was written by AI and he got detected that he wrote it by AI? <laughs> no, I don't know that part. I just made that up. Okay, I was going to say, that doesn't even make sense. It's like Inception. Yeah, I like it. But no, that, that, those kind of scenarios well, Couldn't they just run it through me. one of those machines, though? Well, I don't, I was just saying, I don't really know because... It wasn't like there were, I don't know if there was any actual threats in them, but it's basically calling this person names and like a traitor. Mm-hmm. So it was just a bunch of emotional emails. And I don't know, again, they might not be real. It might be just used for political gain. I don't know. Or it might be real. And there's some terrible people living in this in that state. Uh, but there's probably, there's terrible people everywhere. But that's the only thing that really bugs me about that kind of stuff. When you hear like the online, especially how like, the way journalism's going, they don't really quote anything, anybody mm-hmm. really more. It's like, oh, there's another source, but this source, it's like, how do we like? Does Wikipedia start writing itself now? I bet there's, I bet there's AI writing Wikipedia articles right now, and everybody for some reason thinks Wikipedia is it's true. Absolutely, and, let me wiki this real quick. Yeah, and that that's the scary part to me about that kind of stuff. One of the byproducts of that that software that I was just telling you about that detects um, whether or not something is AI generated. Apparently, there's a a terrible side effect of these. <laughs> These programs that students who have um, like English as a second language are apparently having their article articles oh, their, I can their, see it. their papers flagged at a disturbingly high rate as being artificially in, uh, intelligence written written by Chat. You sound GPT or like something. a computer. Oh, yeah, man. how that bad, is so funny. How bad is that? That's though? funny though. It's funny, but it's like no. I promise, I wrote this, but my English is just bad, and it sounds like a computer wrote it. Yeah, so they're gonna have to somehow. That's gonna be the new dec- uh, What's it? Uh, the new term to uh, that'll get banned is like you sound like a computer. And people <laughs> right. will be like, I can't believe you say that about him. But so this is a uh, this is from Popular Science, a Stanford University team led by senior author James Zhao, an assistant professor of biomedical data science as well as computer science. Blah blah blah. Recently amassed 91 non-native English speakers essays written for a popular test of English and ran it through one of these tests. They fed the essays through and it came back with a. A, a very high percentage of positivity for AI generation. Uh, da, 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 I wish it said the percentage here, but it didn't, which that's going to be a problem. <laughs> so these guys are already probably challenged with learning a new language and now they're <laughs> getting slammed with their, uh, their papers being claimed as uh, artificially generated. Again, what could go wrong with all... It's a wild of, world out there, man. It is a wild world. Man, you know, I think you and I talked about this a little bit... Um, Oh, maybe I'm, I'm losing track of time. I really am. After we've done the show for so long, I, I forget. I used I always say a, f- a few episodes ago, but it probably could have been. And a I still few haven't met ago. your wife. Well, there's there's a reason I keep you away from That's most true. of the people I I've know. I've learned that uh, people don't like me. Point in case, I'm single. <laughs> yes, we. Yes, you mentioned that every episode you get now. <laughs> this is well, not. This, this is this is the way I cope. All right. <laughs> This is the way I cope. Would you Let stop me. using audience of one as your uh, springboard for like your da- your own dating site? Come yeah. on, man. You can reach us at audience of one show. Just uh, make sure you're not please. sending it to Andrew when you when you in the subject line say this is for Dick. So if you're looking for fun, audience of one show gmail dot com. If you're looking for Dick, yeah. make sure that you say you you're go to audience of one show at gmail dot com. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Man, I don't even remember what I was going to talk about now. Oh, yeah, so I think we talked about this before. Again, I say a few weeks ago. Who knows how long ago it was. Um, about the the summer of 1998 in baseball and how that really, at least it brought me back into liking baseball. Um, I was Oh, Barry Bonds? Yeah, the whole home yeah, run yeah, race yeah. with I'm Barry Bonds. Okay, no, well, not what that wasn't Barry Bonds. It was um, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Sosa. Yeah. And at that time, before that, I was not really interested in baseball at all. And I was, uh, I guess, sophomore, junior in college uh, in in 1998 when that started, that that home run race started. And it drew me in to baseball like nothing ever had before. And I actually went to a few Astros games at the time, saw um, Sammy Sosa, saw Mark McGuire, blah, 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 right? It was awesome. And then, of course, a few years later, it turned out they were all jacked up on steroids, right? 
and that's the reason they were hitting all those. Or people. allegedly, right? They were never. Who was proven? Well, because I think uh, like Barry Bonds was not found guilty or proven that he did steroids, but I think Mark McGuire admitted it. Yeah, I mean, and I think Sammy Sosa admitted it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Barry Bonds never admitted it. Right, right. Why would you? I don't. I don't. I mean, it's not like they're going to come after your money. Well, right now they can't at that point. But it was it started that big debate of whether or not we should just allow the athletes to juice, right? I mean, well, it seemed like they, it was one of these things like, well, if the product on the field is better and everybody's enjoying it, why don't you just let them juice, right? That seemed to be one of the the big conversation or talking points soon soon after that season. And of course, the problem is you can't have everybody juicing or can't have some people juicing because it's not a level playing field for everyone. You know, that you want to keep the integrity of the sport, blah, 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 right? Well, <laughs> there's an Australian businessman who's saying, what if performance-enhancing drug problems and prohibition, sorry, just didn't exist? And he is proposing the Enhanced Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. So this guy, his name is Aaron D'Souza. Uh, I'm not sure where he's from. Da, 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 da. Anyways, he is proposing a competition in 20. 20- 2024. You know, you know how scared people would be to like apply to be in it, right? Well, see what bothers me about that kind of stuff, and it'll work itself out. Like, cause, like I remember the Sammy Sosa stuff. I remember all that stuff, and especially with uh, like Roger Clemens, and yeah, X Y Z, and they won't, they're not eligible. They won't be allowed in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But if you look up the records, mm-hmm. they still say them for records. Meaning, like, who's hit the most home runs? Yeah, it's Barry Bonds. And Barry Bonds. I mean, like, they are still on the record books of mm-hmm. holding these records. Yeah, I think, if right, that, don't they have an asterisk next to their name? I now? don't know, but I do remember that being a weird thing for that specific sport. I was like, okay, we, we're not going to invite them into the Hall of Fame, but we're going to keep their records there. Because I think it was when Aaron Judge broke the record, or one of the, did he break the Yankees record, or what did he break? Yeah, the Yankees record. Mm-hmm. Uh, most home last, runs in a season. Yeah, last, last but season. But I was, was like, you know, why are we regarding the person above him if he cheated? Like, if you're going to call him a cheater and what not you, let him in the Hall of Fame, like. Well, but this but this would eliminate all that, right? So everybody in there is doping. Yeah, I know, but it's like you're asking for a new baseball league. So would you be interested in watching something like that, though? The enhanced Olympics where you know everybody's just completely juiced out of their minds? Well, see, I think certain people won't juice because it doesn't benefit them. Well, but then they would just compete in the regular Olympics. No, I'm saying right? in baseball because there's yeah. different reasons people are different oh, yeah, sizes sure. and everything. Sure. So it's like, I don't really know the actual the, the science of steroids because when someone thinks of steroids, they think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. But I bet there were some steroids systems that make oh, you yeah. We, yeah, last sure. longer or whatever. So it's like you might not look jacked. But enhanced is enhanced. what they're calling like it. it. It's not just steroid use now. It's called enhanced. So like that guy with the the bouncy legs. Oh yeah, the guy ended up killing his girlfriend. Yeah, but I think they proved What's that like it actually, the Blade Runner. Yeah, but didn't they prove that it actually helped him run faster? Uh, there was some some conjecture about that. Yeah. Yeah, what the heck was that guy's name? I can't remember. I'm sorry. I think his last name started with a P. I feel like. Dang it. Why can't I remember? Anyways, I just think it's hilarious, though, that there's actually somebody said, yeah, well, we just have jacked up Olympics. I think it might be difficult to get some, some athletes on board, though, with doing this because, you know, they want to be seen as being respected in their whatever sport, weightlifting, running, swimming, yes. whatever it is. And so if... I just wonder how the, how well they'll be received when saying, "Well, yeah, you might be doing well, a saying, yeah, eight very, second hundred meter, but you're also jacked out of your mind." I think it depends on the sport too, because I think if yeah. you, if you did like combat sports, oh yeah, yeah that's in here. It's it's people, listed as one of them combat sports. People will watch that. Oh yeah. Now, well, they're all come on, they're all jacked right now. Anyways, most of those no guys idea. are all. Oh well, I also on. think there's a certain pride in being clean, so some guys take that serious. Yeah. So they're, I mean, like especially in the the high competitive world, it's like, you're not supposed to cheat, so I'm not going to. There's honor in this. But then, mm-hmm. of course, there's other guys who, like, do cheat, and they try to figure out how to cheat. But if you did this... Wouldn't be cheating in this particular case, yeah. though, right? Because if everybody's on it, sort of yeah, level, like, levels the playing but field. But, like, for example, they have a golf season of this. I don't really want to watch steroid people playing golf. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't like, know if I'd be... that fun. I don't know that I'd be that interested in it either, for whatever reason. I mean, I think I'd like to see it once. And after that, it's kind of like a freak show, and then I think I'd be out on it. But I think if it was a combat sport, it'd be really popular because we're already watching these dudes. I, and again, hit each I think, other we're, I think we're already seeing it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Andrew. <laughs> you know, I just don't judge people like that. 
Oh, man. All right, one story before the break. Did you hear about this crazy story that docular, doculars, I just said doculars, doctors miraculously reattached a boy's head after a car incident in a breakthrough surgery? Oh, my God. So this young child apparently was decapitated. Fully. Well, not fully. So his head was still attached through skin and tendons, but the bone had completely severed. Oh, wow. So he's so just then, he's kind of sitting there like this. Okay, so can you walk? I mean... I don't know. I think they probably had so two. This is a fake story. Really, no, it's not fake. It's not fake. I'm this just is on. I don't even know what's. That's on MSN Health. Oh, it's but, on, oh, that's weird. That, yeah. So not apparently, real. This, com? the the <laughs> yeah not real. Com is reporting that the rare injury occurs when the ligaments and muscles holding the head and neck together tear following a sudden impact, um, and it accounts for less than one percent of all spinal injuries. But apparently, this type of surgery had never really been done with this level of success, and they were able to reattach the boy's head. <laughs> oh, I mean, good God! That kind of see that kind of stuff is fun, mainly because you know somebody in that world goes, "How do we reattach heads?" Yeah, well, he was he's twelve year old boy, someone's been working and on he it. was riding a bike and he got hit by a car. And if someone hadn't been thinking about it, how do we reattach <laughs> decapitated heads? This kid would be walking around like this for the rest of his life, probably. Yeah, just kind of hanging there. Ugh, crazy. Okay, Anyways, fair enough. Yeah, uh, is, that's a happy story. All right, we're gonna take a break, guys. When we come back, I don't know. Crazy stuff. Yeah, you're listening to Audience of One, Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget, we'll be right back after this break. And we're on YouTube and Facebook and all that kind of stuff, so you can watch us there or continue listening on the podcast. Okay, bye. Be right back. Be right back. Be right back. Hey, listener. Really appreciate you checking out today's episode. Uh, just want to remind you guys, we are on all sorts of cool things you can subscribe to. We got YouTube, we got podcasts on Spotify and Apple. We also have our Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Audience of One Show with Andrew and Dick. We'd really like you guys to like, subscribe, all that cool stuff. That way we can keep on making content and seeing if people are actually listening. Because a lot of times we are talking to ourselves with an audience of one. Yeah, is that internet? Is that stuff you were referring to? Is that on the internet? It's the www. Okay. Dot. I've heard of that before. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool place. We want you guys to like, subscribe, and uh, send us messages. We always love reading messages on Facebook. We got our uh, Gmail. It's audience of one show at mm-hmm. gmail.com. And then yeah. I think that's the only way I really pay attention. So don't, you know, don't... Uh, you know, find me on LinkedIn or something. I don't, I don't, yeah, you're not on LinkedIn. Yeah, so we're not on LinkedIn. We're no. not on LinkedIn, guys. No. All right, everybody, we are back. Glad you guys are returning. We'd love to have you. If you like the show, make sure you like and subscribe and share, please. I would much prefer you actually uh, contact us. Or contact us. If, set up the AI. Send them some hate send us some hate mail. <laughs> right. Audience at one show at gmail.com. Also, we're on Facebook and YouTube. You can send messages or comment on the videos and let us know. Yeah. What your thoughts on stuff are. So we did get some uh, listener feedback here recently from a man named Patrick in the Conroe area. And he sent this video of something. He said, yes, this is actually real. Now, I had never heard of this. Uh, in the break, we were talking about this, Dick. You said you had seen this because this event recently took place, and maybe that's where Patrick heard this or saw this. And I'm talking yeah. about dressage. And I didn't, and dressage, if you don't know what that is, is actually when people ride horses, real horses. Yeah, they're watching it right now if you're on YouTube or Facebook. Okay. It's an actual real competition where you ride a real horse and it's designed to show the skills of the horse and and the rider and, you know, the horses do different dances and prances. Real horses. Real horses. We're looking at fake horses. Well, what this is, and I didn't know this, there is an entire competition that is designed around hobby horses. And it does seem to be mostly young girls that are involved in this, although I'm sure there's some boys that do this too. But this is where children, I'm assuming this is all children, ride around on the horses with the sticks, you know, put them between their legs like you would do when you were three and pretend you were on a horse. Yeah. They do this for competition. And I guess it's just basically dance, right? There are some others. I don't think it's on this video. This is the same girl. This video is just the same girl. Oh over. It, go, it goes on and on so she's, and on. This is and all on. one. One dance. 
He goes on for like 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's impressive. I have seen some other videos. Uh, oh, it's wow. not in this clip where they're they're going over like jumps and they're having races, yeah. just like a real horse now, I competition. S- the one I saw was like, yeah, they did have, they had an assortment. And they even had like the, the hobby show where like you can yeah. buy a horse and you can buy, you know, accessories for the horse and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's... Clearly, there's a lot of people there. Yeah, there's a big market for this. I mean, look at there's hundreds of people watching this. And some of the videos I saw, they're like in stadiums watching these little girls jump over hurdles and racing with with horses in between their legs or fake horses. It's hilarious. Had never heard of this. This just goes to show you there's something for everyone. Well, you know. (laughs) Thank you, Pat. That's that's one thing I love about the wonders. And I don't know this personally, but, you know, everyone always talks about the wonders of raising children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, and you I, don't realize all the crap you're going to have to deal with. Well, not even that, but can you imagine one of your children coming up to you and be like, "I'm into something, Dad." Yeah, and you're like, "What, all right, what is it? Football, basketball? What is it, son? I want to put a fake horse in between my legs and prance around in competitions." Yeah. Like, oh man. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those parents that doesn't support their kids. Right. I mean, what do you do at that point? Well, I you, mean, you got to support them, or right? you just I mean, hit them. Absolutely. Like, absolutely a- after not. you hit them, then you tell them. Because you know all about I support parenting, you fully. Because you've raised a couple kids. Yes. You know, and like you were forced to, unfortunately. I, <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know. I'm just forced kidding. to. I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, but no, that that's the that kind of stuff. That is patently not true. Well, no, I, that's the kind of stuff that I would see as like, oh, is this the wonderful part you're talking about? Like the wonders of raising children? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think a- that's something that parents tell themselves because they realize this was a horrible, horrible mistake. What did uh-huh. I do? I have to tell everybody it's wonderful so they can well, join me in my misery. No, I imagine, I'm just kidding. I imagine there's bad. always that point when raising kids is like, all right, we got to stop supporting this kind of behavior. Like Kind of like, what do you really do if, someone, when, if your sure. children believe in Santa Claus when they're 19? They still do because I tell them to. Because the second they stop believing is the second Santa Claus stops visiting the house. So they believe. Wouldn't you want him to stop visiting the house? Nah. It's the gift Wait, oh, honey, are, you, are you being serious nah. right now? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it's a wink, wink, nod, nod thing at this point with, with my children, of okay. course. But okay. I thought, I thought I discovered something wonderful. No, 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 no. I was like, oh, but here we, all... we go. Here we go. Because how no. do you keep the secret? No, there's no secret. Santa is alive and well. We all know that. And he visits our house. Well, that because means we you, all it's in positive. It. I like it. Yeah, I it's like it's, it. it's a fun. We don't talk about like because there's certain things that kids encounter in their life, and like you don't know as a parent really what they're thinking. Yeah, no, there, there's worse things than riding around on a fake horse. Like I just it, thought it was interesting that they took it to the level of competition. Oh no, right? That, that right there is the, I I would walk into that and be like, what's going on here, guys? <laughs> this is a world I know nothing I mean, about. I've, I've been to Avant Gardens in Houston. Yeah. And I've been there where it's like their monthly showcase, mm-hmm. which means there's not like a scheduled show. It's kind of like the neighborhood people can show off their art. And I've been there where I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Who's letting you do this stuff? This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. What uh, do you mean? Like like just the art is really odd? Oh, yeah. Like, mm. so when you, when, I don't know if you've ever been to I that. I call this one Severed so, Head. Yeah, so what? like I went there. Because my buddies lived around there, and we uh, I was right after an Arrows game, and we I was having a great time. I had my jersey on. I'm like, let's go out. What are we doing? Where are you guys? Or Dick's like, a jersey guy. I oh, love oh, it. I had my name on. Dick. I was just about to say, did it say Schistler no, on the No, it said back. Dick IV. And so when I go to the course, games, people are like, Dick IV. And I'm like, what's up? Like, I knew a lot of people. It was really weird. I know. Funny. And, uh, but that we, happens when you put Dick IV on your back, yes. I know. And then you're yelling constantly. At you know, yeah. the players. Sorry, continue. Continue. But we go to Advent Gardens, and I and I don't know if anyone's ever been there. You can look it up. It's a neat place. It's like a bar, and they have food trucks and all that stuff, and they usually have interesting shows there. But some occasionally they do. I forgot what they call it. It's like I didn't know this is what was going on, but it's like anyone can put on a show. They just have to reserve, and they give you like an area of the house okay. of the bar or like the mm-hmm. the place. So we walk in, and the first thing I see is a woman who's just wearing like a bikini top. And not a lot of bottoms, and she's on top of a mattress, <laughs> dumping ice on herself with flashing lights around her, and she starts stabbing the mattress. And I was like, huh. huh. And then I go upstairs. And then she looked over and went, Dick IV! Yeah, no, and then I go upstairs, and there's... What's up? There, I, I you could make it. I go upstairs, and then there's a man who... There's two men with kind of like that... You put water in a glass, and it's like... Oh, right, you're right, yeah. So that that's going on, and then one the person, another person, and they all have blindfolds on. But these aren't necessarily children. We were talking about no, children a minute ago. These, these are, are adults, adults now. We've moved from children to adults. They all have adults, blindfolds right. on, and there's a third person with, like, 
banging like a wooden block. And there's the fourth person who has the mic under his blindfold going, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is cool. And the, the, my favorite part of the whole thing is as we're walking around, I see this guy with like CSI gloves on, CSI mm-hmm. like tweezers picking up stuff. And I was like, and he's putting it in little baggies and like sweeping it in, like little things like, oh, a cigarette butt or like a receipt or a penny. And he must have been the one working at the I, White House. Well, and I go outside and there's a clothesline with paper with paper clips or like clothesline clips with of the baggies. The oh my god. And I was like, is this guy collecting people think like what people are dropping? And it's it becomes his art. It's and like, it becomes his art. Wow. So it's on demand or like made flower, on the like spot. Petals, you know, on the spot art from people's droppings throughout the event. Of course I was like, I'm gonna have to take some of this. And so I, I apologized to the guy, but I said I was going to keep it. And he said that was cool. Well, I would hope so because it's trash. So Well, no, some of it was pretty cool. Like it was like one one was like a napkin with like instructions on it. Sounds I guess, amazing. I guess somebody left it at the bar and so he wanted to put it in the bag. I mean, unless, unless they were telling you how to construct the Death Star. I like know. it. I was like, oh, this is kind of a unique memory. And, uh, but yeah. 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 <laughs> was anybody dancing around on was little people or support hobby that? horses? Oh, that place. Is, that was so essential. That's awesome. But actually. I bet you they're all on horses at one point with sticks oh, yeah. and prancing yeah, around. They, yeah. They migrate from that to <laughs> hanging trash baggies up on a line. Well, yes, parenting is very hard, but I don't know that these particular parents in Florida did the right thing here. You be the judge. So, oh, another parent? This, is another, this isn't you? This is, a, no, this is not okay. me. But, okay, um, sure. Two Florida cops, a lieutenant and a detective sergeant, allegedly handcuffed and jailed their three-year-old son to discipline him. What do you think would uh, justify handcuffing a three-year-old child? Probably nothing, right? I think it'd be more restraining. I don't yeah, think maybe it's handcuffing them. It's more like, oh, they're they're scratching their eyes or they have chicken pox. There you go. Yeah, even then, probably not the best thing to do. Them. Yeah, that sounds. Sounds like uh, probably not the right choice. Well, they did this because they were having difficulties potty training him. So apparently he was pooping his pants at is three years old. Now, no. now the thing is, probably at three years old, you probably shouldn't be messing yourself. Right. The kid should probably already be potty trained. So I can understand a certain level of frustration with the parents. But apparently these parents, who are police officers, handcuffed their child and took him into the station as if he was really being arrested to teach him a lesson. Oh my God, that poor child. Can you imagine the issues he's going to have later on in life because of the trauma they have caused him? Uh, you know, oh my God, that seen, poor child. Have you ever seen that show, Scared Straight? Yeah, that's kind of what this so is. So what is the youngest person on that show? Because I feel like there's probably 10-year-olds. To me, I thought, the, I thought it was more like junior high school. Because when I was in three, junior three high, three is way too young. Is, I, I'm just, but I'm trying to. Under, I, oh I remember God. how ridiculous that show was, but I didn't remember the youngest person because they were all ages. So there might have been like an eight year old on that show. Maybe I remember in junior high they would have periodically uh, people from the prisons come and visit us. Did you ever have that? Maybe they would come in their jumpsuits and they would stand out in front of the auditorium. This was probably part of their. Um, scared straight. It was kind of like a version of scared straight, but it was probably part of their program to to get early Grab release my or whatever. Grab and, my pocket. And he would, they would basically just get up there and say, yeah, jail sucks. Um, don't do crime. This is terrible. Um, I wish I never would have done this. It was weird. Yeah, basically to scare all of us middle school kids straight. <laughs> and most of it was probably like selling drugs or something like that. But yeah, that was, and we were all junior yeah, high school. But uh, yeah, can you believe, of course, this footage shows the little boy crying inside of the, the police station. And how terrible is this? I think the parents are actually facing some... some um, well, they're police officers themselves, so they kind of abused their... Absolutely, they did. I mean, when I handcuffed my kids, I never took them to the station because I'm not a cop. Yeah, I was joke, doing joke, to teach joke, them joke. how to hold their breath. <laughs> what? No, what? I don't have kids. It's a joke. Oh, man. Terrible, How do you terrible. discipline? Are you going to talk about this with no, our audience? No, we're not, we're not how, talking about... How do you discipline? <laughs> we're not talking about disciplining kids. Did you get kids. the belt, too? Anyways, moving on. Uh, last week, we talked about um, themed restaurants. You know, and I thought that was kind of funny. I think it was last week. Kind of funny how we talked about yeah, what Casa Bonita and uh, what? Casa Bonita. Oh yes, that was from Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Yeah, they so a, that's a theme restaurant, right? Like yeah. Chuck E. Cheese's is that theme? I guess that's a theme restaurant. Yeah. Anyways, I, we talked about theme restaurants a little bit, and you know, and that conversation led into uh, robots serving food. Well, I saw another article probably at that same time, and I saved it for this week uh, of a themed restaurant. Let me. 
tell me, Dick, would you eat at this restaurant? <clears throat> no. I just <laughs> yeah. saw it. Yeah. I just saw it. No. Probably not. Well, the owner of a restaurant named Adolf Hitler <laughs> said Thursday he will change his name because, quote, it angered so many people. Uh, this is a, an Indian man, Puneet, uh, I can't say his last name, Puneet, I won't try to uh, say his last name again, said he would remove Hitler's name and the Nazi swastika from billboards and the menu. He said that the restaurant's name, Hitler's Cross, and symbols were only meant to attract attention. Well, guess what, buddy? Success. You attracted a lot of attention. Yeah, you gotta be kind of a special kind what of person. What the hell was this guy thinking? So apparently he met up with some groups of uh, Jewish people within the community, and uh, he said, I decided to change it. After they told me how upset they were by the name, I don't want to uh, hurt anybody's feelings with my business. Good God. That's one of those things that you might be named after somebody and you're kind of like, hey, we might need to get our names changed. Hitler's Cross opened five days ago and serves pizza, salad, and pastries in Mumbai. Good God. What's, I, I'm wondering if perhaps because he is Indian, maybe he didn't fully understand the historical reference there i don't know well his name was that was his name though, wasn't it? no 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 that's that was the name of his restaurant it was okay. basically it was named after adolf hitler i maybe i've just said adolf hitler. Oh, i thought his name was that no his name is Pun- punit sablock uh, okay sablock well then, yeah i mean he gets everything that comes <laughs> what a moron it's either success or just complete failure if it's Probably going to be a complete fit. Well, Dick, since you run the uh, board over there, I am going to let you decide on whether or not you want to show this next um, okay. picture or not. Um, just a word to the to the or a warning to the listeners and the viewers here. This next story, it's not necessarily gruesome, but it may not be the easiest thing to look at. But uh, it's an interesting, fascinating story. So this is from uh, Insider.com, a firefighter. Um, had burned his hand badly while fighting a fire, which which tends to happen, right? He had it sewn into his abdomen to help it heal. So, like, his hand was... Whoop! Inside, and if you scroll down, you could see the picture again. I don't know if you necessarily need to show it, but Anthony Seward, a 27-year-old firefighter from the UK, was injured while cleaning machinery at the end of his shift on a second job at the textiles company in 2017. Stewart, who was Seward, who was 20 at the time, was airlifted to a hospital where he um, had the oh, tips of some of his whoa. fingers amputated. Right. But surgeons managed to save most of his hand by sewing it into his stomach for 24 days. Shoot, I'm not going to show that. Yeah, it's a little, it's a, it's a bit much. I mean, it's not gruesome necessarily, but it is a hand inside of a stomach. But when I read that, I thought, unreal. <laughs> but I guess the idea there is that if your hand is inside of your body, there's certain healing properties that will allow it to, to heal faster or better than being exposed to the air or something like that. I don't know. Uh, the surgery is called a pedicled abdominal flap, and it was used on soldiers in World War II and in those returning from Afghanistan. And it's a very rare procedure nowadays, but it was fairly common back in the day. Weird, man. I had never heard of that before. I mean, I've... Well, okay, let me ask you this. Let's, sure. let's take yeah. it a step further. S- say if he was conscious during this whole thing, which it sounded like he kind of was, and you're sitting there in pain, like crazy mm-hmm. pain, and the doctor's like, hey, we can, we, we need to do this. And you're like, what do you need to do? We need to take your hand, open up your stomach, and put your hand in there. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would look like, at him and say, yeah, no, I need a second opinion. I'm like, what? I need a second opinion. Or, yeah. or imagine waking up, He said, that- and you're like, your hand's in your stomach, you're like, what the what heck? the hell? Yeah, I wonder if they they probably consulted with him beforehand before they did well, this, right? Curious. They would have had to have. Well, I'm just saying, if someone's presenting this information to you, your first thought like you're you're what? And then you're like, oh yeah, that's right, you're a doctor, so I probably have to listen to you. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would think so. He said that uh, he wasn't necessarily in pain, but the experience was quite surreal. You know, we, we talk. My, you know, my mind's going all over the place now. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this conversation where my mind's going. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll abruptly I'll abruptly change subjects then. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I, I thought I brought this story up. Um, da, 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 da. um so I I know that um, you we had this conversation a few weeks ago um, about swapping faces 
Okay. And and you said like for the movie Face Off. Yeah, similar to that. Okay. And I asked you who you would swap faces with, and you you said that um, you wouldn't swap faces with anybody because you'd swap faces with yourself because you were so beautiful or something. To Probably. That I mean, that sounds like an answer I would give. <laughs> you don't remember this? I love this. Every episode's like a brand new brand new day for you. I might have. I don't know, man. There's a lot of things going on in my life. Have I told you what happened? <laughs> So he got me thinking about though because there was a story about um, there was a, a ransom ransomware a group of hackers are, are threatening to um, release information from a Beverly Hills um, cosmetic surgery oh, yeah. right you know that happened locally here right oh no it didn't yeah at, uh, St Luke's they got their they got themselves hacked and then uh, new basically they had to do paper. Like, uh, I bet for quite a quite a bit. So, so what what was what was released though? I don't think that I think they got a what do you call it like ransomware. Yeah, but I mean, so like, I what were they had, releasing though? I don't know. I just know like they had to shut down their entire system and paperwork had to be issued because I had some friends text me about it and I was like, "That's crazy." He's like, "You need to find out." I go, "Well, I'm not really like an investigative journalist. I don't." Yeah. They probably don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> yeah, I bet not. Well, no, this is interesting because, you know, it's it's famous people and they have lots of work. And some of them have work that you don't really know about. Yeah, but they're I threatening that. to release. I really do believe that. They're threatening to release pictures. And that would have, I imagine, a you know lot what, of celebrities kind of let me on ask edge this, there. This is a of course, side, now they're not acting, so I don't have to worry about it. But yeah. <laughs> side, side question about this kind of stuff. It's like, you know, there is some inner beauty views that everyone holds on themselves right and then some people especially with with like surgeries like people are like oh i don't like my nose and i can easily just get a nose job mm -hmm. and then there's the like the, the before step of that and this is what blows my mind is like the filters on these apps mm -hmm. and then they publicly post the stuff to the world to see it weirds me out and does it weird you out Do you know what i'm talking about i think so like, you know those, like, especially, like, with girls and guys, it's like, oh, I want to look toner. Mm -hmm. So there's an app to make you a little bit toner. But there's 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 a level of it where you get to that Yeah, you point start to look kind of freakish. And you're like, doesn't that look doesn't right. look right. Yeah. And then some of them are, like, completely obvious. Mm -hmm. Well, then there's some of them that make you look like a cat. Well, yeah, and that's <laughs> obvious. But then there's other beauty ones. You're like, I, yeah. can't, I can't even see your blemishes at yeah, all. Yeah, like, yeah. You start to look like a cartoon almost. Yeah. And it's like some weird. sort of anime. Yeah, it is but weird. But then you have the surgery people who are like, I want to look like that. Yeah. And those are my favorite. <laughs> oh, they try to look like someone else? Like, yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, you're going for it. Yeah, they really are. And uh, what, what, if you could have plastic surgery, what would you... What would you change? I know you said your face is perfect and all. No, actually, the but right, my face is not. I have a deviated septum, and they kay. consider when I went to the doctor because I don't I have sleep apnea and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know about today. I can probably do it today, but when I was really having an issue with it, uh, I just started doing cocaine and salt. It solved itself. Crazy, uh, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Burn but, right through that baby. But yeah, I, I will never forget. I was like, I snore. I have mm -hmm. horrible sleep. But that's not cosmetic and surgery. No, they told me it was cosmetic surgery to get rid of my deviated septum. No, I'm talking about if you could so that's change what I, that's something. My answer. If that's you could my change answer. something on your appearance cosmetically, can... what would you change? Because, like, for me, I'll answer first. So for me, I would get my beard filled in. Oh, that's actually a procedure. I guess that's so considered I can cosmetic. See that, that counts, yeah. right? And yeah, I'm, they go and they pop, 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 and they put yeah. in hair follicles, follicles, whatever, follicles, follicles. I yeah, do that. I do. I do all the hair on my face. There you go. Okay, it's kind of a cop out, but that's fine. I thought you would have said your nose or something. All right, I, I did raise my eye. I did just say it. No, that's inside you your nose. Yeah, I'm not accepting your answer. It's no. considered cosmetic surgery <laughs> at the time. I don't know about today, but at the time I was trying to. Do I guess that. if it doesn't change your appearance, I don't consider it cosmetic surgery. But I guess the it does. definition. That's why my nose is crooked. But it, would it make your nose straighter though if you yeah, had the surgery? I think so. That's what. That's why they considered uh, it cosmetic surgery. Okay. See, to me, I don't think there's one particular item about my face that if I fixed it, it would be like ta-da. There's a lot of factors working together to make this not all that great, right? So I don't think there's one thing I would want to do. But I would say I would like to be taller, right? But have you seen those surgeries? I don't want to talk about this. That's, to lengthen your legs? That's crazy. Because I remember reading, Oh, my gosh. I remember seeing it's so it brutal. for small people. Yes. I remember seeing that. And that, I don't want, like, again, I don't want to talk about this. this well, is, we're going to talk about it because it's really, really crazy. No. The surgery, to, like, to lengthen your legs. I don't want to talk about it. Is really, really brutal. 
And have you seen these people that are like five foot five and they'll have these surgeries and lengthen their, their legs to like three inches or something like that. And they're now five, eight. And I guess they're, and I'm thinking, well, wow, you're five, eight, you're still considered short, I suppose. But if you did any more than that, you would start to look really abnormal, like with these super long legs and, and, uh, short torsos. I don't want to talk about (laughs) No, the, the, the procedure is so brutal. I would never right, even attempt, to have, it, attempt uh, to have it. Attempt to have it done, but um, that would be the only thing I would consider. But I'm not going. I'm not obviously going to do it. But yeah, that's so the only. I found surgery. something that Dick does not want to talk about. <laughs> I know the details of how it's done. But I know I'm me too. Certainly I, not re- going to... I remember the specifics of it. How long it took? Like, yeah, I... you can only do like a millimeter a day. Yeah, because the bone not can only that. can only do so much. Depending on, and you're you're like supposed to. Like turn the thing yourself I mean, to lengthen like, your legs, and like it takes braces. months and months and months. Yeah, the concept is is like I know like I braces. get it. They it's go and gross. they break your bone and they it's put gross. these extenders and oh, it's it's nasty now, and it's extremely expensive, of course. So, man, but I guess you know if if these people want to do that to themselves, I, I suppose. Man, it sounds terrible. I mean, I know I got some other emotional issues, but I, I don't I don't see myself going that far. Be like, oh, I need to be taller. Mm. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't do it either. Hey, I, guess, you, I guess I would get this, my toe. It uh, I split it. I split the toenail. Mm, so, but it's like a kay. little, it's a little tiny split. So, like I have to either. Mm, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. Okay. Well, is that cosmetic <laughs> surgery? I don't want to talk about it. It does sound painful though. Well, no, it didn't hurt. I was it's talking just, about mine's hypothetical. I'm not actually going to do it. It doesn't hurt. It's like a very small. Sl- it's only at the top of my toe, but every time I'm clipping my toenails, I don't clip it. Hopefully. One day it'll just keep growing. Yeah. Because it's not split down to the bottom mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So it's clearly, I just need to like. Let it grow. Let just it don't grow. touch it. Yep. And, yep. But I have to let it grow like this far. And I'm like, I don't know about that. So I guess I have to wrap it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. A little TMI. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that the, um, one of the Charles Manson followers was released from prison this, this past oh, week? Oh, she part of the murders? Yeah. Leslie Van Houten was released from prison after. Fifty some odd years. Did she kill somebody, or was she just? Yeah, there? she was. She was in. She was part of that uh, group of followers. Well, yeah, but followers. I think in the group they killed like certain people. Kill people. Yeah, but other people were just like she I was ca- the driver. I think she helped carry out. I don't know if she was the actual the, the, the killer, yeah. or she was just part of that group uh, that helped car- carry out some of those um, Manson follower killings. Um, she's seventy three years old now. Um, I just, I kind of, kind of wonder. Yeah, she's probably over the Manson thing, right, since that was so long ago. But to me, she's still the type of person that could be easily manipulated, right? I don't think that part ever really goes away. And with today's I technology... I think people can change. Okay, so you're going to have her stay at your house? You're going to have Leslie Van Houten come well, and stay at your who, house? I don't know about that. I mean, we're talking about people... <laughs> she's this, changed, though, Dick. Well, we talk about people in this world who, like, befriend people in prison, and they marry them. Oh, so, yeah, I don't get that either. To me, it's like... What, what, what this reminds me of is I just this, think she could be easily manipulated, screws, especially with the internet, social no, media. That's just, stupid. She's this screws I don't get it. with my perception of time. Because what do you mean? well, because when I think of the Mason Manson, the Manson deal, like mm-hmm. that was before my time. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, she just got released. I'm like, I feel like that was so long ago. She just got released. Like, how old is she? Oh, she's only 75. I'm like. She was a child, though, man, when this I happened. I mean, I know, but like, my perception of time was would be like, you expect, I would think her to be like 90, and mm-hmm. the reason she was mm-hmm. released is medically. Yeah. It, you know, not yeah. not because, oh, I'm a 75-year-old grandma now, and she's probably not even a grandmother, but. Yeah, that, yeah because she got put into the prison so early, yeah, she probably had no children or anything like that, but she was sentenced to death in 1971 for helping Manson car- uh, the Manson group carry out the killings of uh, Lino Bianca. Uh, a grocery a grocer in Los Angeles and his wife Rosemary, uh, but that's the La Bianca murders that you always hear about. But I'm like, wait, she was sentenced to death. Well, that didn't really work. <laughs> She's still alive. I don't know. Yeah, pretty pretty know. shocking. I mean, it was big news. We don't break news here. I just thought I'd get your opinion on it because to me, I'm thinking probably not a good idea to let her go. There's just too many things out there to man. If you got manipulated in 1970, whatever, by whatever means Charles Manson was communicating You're at a that point. Person. Uh, you're the one who won't have her over to your house. Well, is she asking to come over? She Well, she doesn't know. She might hear this episode and go, mm, you keep giving out your information like you're single and hitting yeah. on everything that audi- moves. <laughs> audience audience one. one show at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Leslie. Leslie, email me. I hear you've audience been single. You've probably been lonely. Wait, I'm just trying to promote the show, dude. <laughs> we, we, we can interview her. <clears throat> 
Oh, that would be. No, nah, I, I don't even want to interview that woman. Put up, put out the. Uh, Why would you not want to interview put that up, woman? Put, that sounds. Yeah, actually, I mean, like, actually, I do. You know what's weird? I'm not even interested in the Manson stuff. I'm more interested, in, like, what was it like being in prison for that long? Yeah. Because you might be like, are you crazy? Oh, she's crazy, all right. That's why she ended up in prison. Well, yeah, but she's also like, you told me she was 73. No, when she committed the murders. 19, I think. Yeah, 19 is, what were you doing at 19? Not killing people. (laughs) True. (laughs) Okay, I wanted to save this story for the very, very end because it is a little bit of a delicate story. Uh, Maybe we're after the 55-minute mark or maybe we're right at it. I don't know. Um, Yeah, we good? I don't know. Oh, you don't. You're running the board. Oh, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to hit record. Uh, right. So this is this is really really funny and weird. Okay. Um. Again, probably not. We're gonna we're gonna be delicate with it. Let's put it that way. So an, a, a man from Iceland apparently has um devoted his life to the male member. Oh, by the way, this is from Smithsonian Magazine. This so is this from the, is a legit. Oh, right. Because oh, so this one's legit. But when I bring something from Business Insider, it's Dude, not I legit. Watched, I just watched a little snippet about the Smithsonian and how much. Yes, this is how much this money is they waste. Legit. So he is. He has devoted uh, his entire life to the male <laughs> you know, member. Can right? I, okay, oh. can I put this in real quick? Okay. Whoa, this, what are you talking about? So I was watching this <laughs> thing. You talking about your tusk again? No, I'm talking about the Smithsonian in the United oh, States. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They they were doing this really interesting piece about it, and then they pull out this number. Was like, oh, when you go to the Smithsonian D- in D.C., you only see about one percent of what they actually have. And what? I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, what's the point of that? Oh, that's a marketing thing. Well, no, no, no it's a real that sir is fake news. No, no, no. It's, so apparently, the Smithsonian does all this research and stuff like that. But I was like, you don't want to tell people that because they don't want to show you ninety nine percent of all this money we're paying to preserve all this stuff. Like, right. Why would you tell people this? And it just made me laugh, and this makes me laugh even more because thinking about a museum devoted to— Well, we haven't gotten there yet. Devoted to what are we devoted to at this museum? Cause he devoted his life, and he decided to create a museum, the only museum in the world devoted to penises. To the male— Like mammals. Mammals. Male so an, an mammal. Iceland man has collected and preserved 283 members from 93 different species of animals including homo sapiens yes yeah, so th- as the story goes in That's 19- not hard to get in 19 19- <laughs> yeah well he's got one i guess himself but in 1974 at the age of 33 uh and I'm, and he's from a, a history teacher an icelandic history teacher his name is sugarov watson he was given a penis as a gift it was a bull's one dried yeah, i think i've heard of that joke about especially like a, a whale like, I know you can yeah. buy those. As well, this was basically dried, and they used them at that time for, or historically, as whips, yeah. right? So in the, in the Icelandic countryside, they would whip farm animals, and they gave it to him as a, as a joke at a party. Uh, and then soon other teachers began bringing him more of these, and it became like a running joke. And so it was like he was the guy with all of the bull member whips, right? <clears throat> and the joke caught on, and it was ha-ha-ha. And then he got to thinking about it. You know... I'm thinking it might be a good idea if I could see how many of these suckers I can collect. And his goal was to collect a penis from every mammal species in Iceland. And it took him a long time. And he acquired 283 of them and in, has Iceland. Decide, in Iceland. Wow. And has decided to open the only Icelandic phallological museum <laughs> where they're all on display. So you can go see, see phalluses from all sorts of see, different this, mammals throughout Iceland. This is something Good I can God. see myself walking into. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. And not even that, but like accidentally doing it. Because, you're, you know, when you're traveling, you have no idea where you are. Like, right. And you're just kind of like wandering. You're like, oh. And the missus goes, hey, let's go in there. Like I remember <laughs> I went on a trip, and <clears throat> the wildest thing I've seen in a long time was uh, we went to this place, and it's like, Oh, $10, hang out with cats and get unlimited wine. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, what? I was like on a big chalkboard. I don't really like cats, but I love wine. But I was like, that's a strange thing. And I and so I go, I'll I'll participate. Yeah, I think you said I, yeah, I think you told me that one. Yeah. And you we paid ten dollars and they had all these different wines from around the world and was it done by like the SPCA? Yeah, the yeah, local. Okay. The local. They want you to come in and pet the cat and maybe take one. They liquor you up so that you're more oh, likely no, it was to hilarious. take, yeah, to take I, a cat. I'm just saying it was just one of those I'll things. I'll take four of them. I was just walking around going like But that's probably not a good idea to do to get people liquored up and then send them home I with an know. animal and I they mean, sober up and one. go. What and the I, heck did I, like, I do? I, you know, it's funny. I did legit look up 
how to ship an animal. To how to what an animal? Ship it. Mm, okay. Because I can't do it as a carry on. Right. Ah, uh, true. So that's right. You were on vacation. And but no, but again, if I saw this, if I saw it in the pamphlet, hey, check out our phallic museum, I'd be like, okay, that sounds kind of wild. And I'd go. Yeah, I bet you would enjoy this. It says the walls are decorated with uh, dried whale members. Hashtag I've seen bigger. Mounted on plaques like hunting trophies, along with tongue-in-cheek themed art with a silver sculpture medal winning Icelandic. What's it called? I told you. It's the Icelandic Phallological Museum. What, are you booking tickets now? I want to see how much it is. What's wrong with that? Apparently, they've got the uh, mammal members in all various states. Some, can you imagine of, being, some of them excited, some of them the not. Sapien? They've got them in there. I know. Can you and imagine being one of those guys? So like you have your face. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is John. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they have two men who have already volunteered to have theirs um, donated once they pass. But apparently, they're very young. So we're going to have to wait a while to be able to see those. Sorry, Dick. <laughs> I'm looking up this website. i got to find it. Oh, here it is. I got. Oh, but did you know you're gonna love that? The, you're gonna love this website. The member of a whale. It's phallus.is. <laughs> okay, d- careful where you're leading our listeners. No, uh, it's uh, a real deal. It, here, it, I'm gonna. Sh- I'm pulling it up for our, our, our watchers. Here. Is this the actual this website is the actual for the website? All right. And this is legit. This isn't oh, something. I, no, it, this is a legit thing. Yes, yeah, this is an actual museum. Oh, you this, can go see. This is Weird. Did you know that a whale's look, look, look member is is 16 feet long and can weigh upwards of 700 pounds? Look, look, look what they're doing in Iceland on their website. So you don't go up or down. You go left to right. Oh, wow, man. It's much more efficient Maybe it's way. a theme in there. <laughs> in the phallological <laughs> museum? Yeah. But yeah, this is a real deal. Oh, there's a gift shop. Of course there's a of gift Of course. Shop. <laughs> what uh, all can you get at the oh gift shop, gosh. I wonder? Yeah, yeah. it's Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I didn't know if you were going to show that or not but apparently you are and that's all i've got you for today really, you can't show, really folks. see it oh my <laughs> no God. and they're all preserved and, and, and they're ancient a, and you know this guy's a teacher right yeah it's it's so not it's not like a yeah it's perver- not perverted no. kind of thing no any guy who collects penises is not perverted of course not he's a teacher oh, completely legit not weird at all <laughs> i'm sorry I, I mean i think it's interesting you know in 1997 he only had 62 penises well, I mean, he was very busy in the last twenty-five time. years. It takes time, man. It takes time. Well, now we get his email. <laughs> be like, you got me. Back in the day, you had to send letters, and like, imagine getting those letters. This guy's a joke. He's asking for something preposterous. But now he can just send an email like, "Hey, I'm a legit dude. Here's my link to my museum." And then yeah, people but, are gonna be like, "Oh, I like this guy. He's actually legit. He's into this stuff." Anybody can have a website. I mean, we have one. Yeah, but this one looks a lot better. Than ours. It is pretty good. All right, man. That's all we have got for this week, Dick. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got yeah, to talk man. about the Phallological Museum. I yeah. can't wait to hear your stories from when you visit it. Uh, you got you got a busy weekend? I don't even know. Prob- I think actually this weekend not. I think we're going to chill out. I'll probably do some yard work. All right. Well, guys, take care of yourself. It's getting hot out there, so make sure to stay hydrated. And, uh, yeah, this has been Audience of One. Look us up at audience of one at gmail.com, audienceofoneshow at gmail.com. We're on podcasts, we're on YouTube, all that stuff. Lone Star Community Radio is the nonprofit that hosts this show. So if you feel like sponsoring or donating, visit IRLoneStar.com. That's IRLoneStar.com. And uh, good luck out there, guys. Deuces, onesies. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belshner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts.